Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, he's already seen him in a watchman. He's hung like a horse. There's a bit. <laughs> There's a bit where he's naked. I ain't lying. I ain't the, I, I the guy. I'm not the guy to watch dicks. Yeah, but. <laughs> He's hung. I ain't gonna lie. Is this the one where um he's there's a there's kind of like a fake elephant and he comes out of the elephant's ass? I must admit, I did. I was you know I was on my phone. I was shuffling, shuffling in my chair. I was getting snacks to stay awake. I did struggle, but it had some nice little bits in it. I mean, she's really intelligent. She's really good at uh, uh, you know cracking these codes and you know these uh, puzzles and things like that. Absolutely. And which other show have you seen on TV where a guy gets strangled by a 30-foot dick? All right. Okay. So hello and welcome to a brand new episode of The Flixers, folks. This is episode 109, or as I like to call it, season three, episode number 20. And today we have got a rampack show for you. So stick around for the next hour or so. And we're going to be speaking movie news, hidden gems. We, oh, actually, I'm not sure about hidden gems. Uh, we've got a film review for you. We've got um, loads of trailers that we want to speak to you about. And obviously we've got all the usual banter. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy it. So Devaldo, uh, listen, what you been up to? Yeah, been up to uh, movies madness and mayhem this week it's <laughs> 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 been quite a chill that week actually yeah. i'm not happy uh in the movie news we're going to talk about a few uh delays that i'm very not happy yeah. about oh, uh, yeah we'll we'll talk about that but yeah, it's been, a, been a, it's been an okay week uh, i guess we'll talk about that during the show but yeah it's all good can't complain can't complain all good so listen before we start with the with the movie news let's let's do some shout out so devaldo yes. who are we shouting yes. out Oh, nice shout out from our good old uh, Zakrov. Uh, he mm-hmm. listens to the show every week. Uh, he's our guy that listens to the show while he's cooking. So he gets the Flixster's spice in his food. He always posts his food on his Instagram. So go check out Zakrov's Instagram, guys. He's got some really good pictures. And he, he also, every week, has some really good uh, movie and TV recommendations. Yeah. So I mean, we're going to get him on the show soon. Hopefully soon. So you can hear his voice. You can see his face. But yeah, he's got some really good rec- recommendations. So I recommend going onto his Instagram, checking him out. Check him out. All right. Okay. Now, speaking about movie news, Devaldo, let's start off with the Emmys. Now, for, yes. for listeners out there, the Emmys, like all these awards, like, you know, Toronto Film Festival, like um, that was, I think that was the the other recent one. They're all happening virtually, right, Devaldo? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All virtually because of the coronavirus, making sure everyone's safe and continuing to, uh, you know, do what they can do in a digital uh, way, which is working, you know, it's, it's, people are getting creative here. So it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So, all right. So what was the news that came out of the Emmys? Who won? Who lost? And were there any gaffes? <laughs> well, you know, it, it was, uh, it was the, the Emmys this year was very, very colourful. And I say that because uh, this was the, the, the most uh, Emmy win- winners from a, uh, I guess, a non-white, uh, uh, you know, uh, background. So, yeah, I mean, you know, this is something that has been uh, pushed for many years, equality. And it seems like this year, and not just because, uh, you know, they are uh, black and Hispanic or whatever it may be, but because they were really good at what they did. Uh, you know, like people like Zendaya for Euphoria, uh, people like Regina King 
I said, I said it like a Brazilian. You gotta say Regina, like a Hygiene, Brazilian. You can't say Regina. Oh, You're right. It's gotta be Regina. Hi, Regina. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that, that was the great thing. So you know what, uh, Watchmen did really, really well. And the thing is, right with uh, with Watchmen, there was this lot of hype. People were saying, "Oh, listen now, yeah, listen, we got to come out." You know, there's got to be like a second season. And apparently, the creators of Watchmen, uh, one of the creators, has turned around and said, "Listen, it would be a disservice." to do a second season of Watchmen. Check that oh, out. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, it's because, yeah, because it's quite a hard-hitting, it's quite a sort of, I don't know, I guess because it was, it was so popular, it was so different compared to other shows. I think, I, I know what he means. It's almost like The Matrix. The Matrix 1 was so good. Like, yeah. doing the second ones, people wanted it, but then it didn't really, you know, it's almost like it's got a standalone. You know, yeah, just yeah, leave yeah. it as it is and leave it to be, unique i know i know what he means yeah, I know yeah what he exactly means. well let's just quickly go through it i mean i mean a lot of some of these programs i haven't seen but listen uh yeah i'll go know, through a few i'll go through yeah, a few go on. okay so you got watchmen uh that one uh you got uh i think i mentioned succession i can't say it succession <laughs> outstanding drama <laughs> yeah. shit's creek i don't know what this is in a few times there's comedy it's all the what's his name the guy from american pie is it something yeah the dad uh eugene levy it's got yeah. two levies in it, actually yeah, it's father and, and son. Uh, father and son. Okay, cool. Okay, and, and he won as well. So that was like history. Well. Wow, damn. Okay, cool. But yes, yeah, comedy uh, about a family, and uh, uh, they, they 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 go bank bankrupt, and they've all got to sort of uh, I guess live together. And it's yeah, I guess they're up Shit's Creek, really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> RuPaul's uh, Drag Race, a best competition program. I've seen that show a couple of times. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Uh, we got uh, yeah, Damon Lindelof writing for Watchmen, as we said. Regina King was in, was part of that. So you got a, quite a few, quite a few uh, good good shows and good uh, writers and uh, even Mark Ruffalo, lead actor. For, yeah. Uh, what was it called again? I know. I know this. Uh, something. Know he's this. a twin, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know much about it actually. Um, I mean, I, let me just double check that one. Well, for my understanding, it's a really good show where he's like he's, he plays both characters. Obviously, so he's getting double pay, hopefully. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, he he plays uh, two characters. I think one of them is very very. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Is very troubled, and the other one obviously isn't. But I know I know this much is true. That's what it's called. Yeah, so. Yes, middle-aged guy, um, uh, and he basically reaccounts his troubled relationship with uh, his twin. He's got he's a paranoid schizophrenic, paranoid oh, okay. schizophrenic, and a bit like you know what, a bit like Banner and <laughs> a bit like Banner Banner, and Hulk in a way. Sounds he's like Hulk, exactly. Experience playing a, a role with people with uh, you know two two different uh, personalities occupying the same body almost. But yeah, he won lead actor for that one, so that's really good for for that's Ruffalo. Really great. And also Julia Garner, she won for Ozark, which fans of Ozark would oh probably be happy gosh. to know. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Ozark in that. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Ozark's the girl with really curly good. hair, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. The one. Yeah. Mm. Um, Yaya Abdul Mateen II. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. guy, we've said it before on the show. This guy's going to be big, and uh, yeah. yeah, he, he won. Have you seen him in uh, Watchmen? He's hung like a horse. There's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit where he's naked. I ain't lying. I ain't the guy. I'm not the guy to watch dicks. Yeah. But. <laughs> Oh, He's listen! Hung. I ain't gonna lie. And oh, if you've then, seen the latest episode of Watchmen of, uh, of the Boys, oh, the boys. 
<laughs> He's got competition. <laughs> Mother's milk, man. That scene is the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Oh my gosh. Please, folks, whatever you do, go out and watch the latest episode of The Boys. You're going to absolutely love it. But listen, check this out, right? So just looking down the list, there's an actor called Billy Crudup who won Best Supporting Actor for The Morning Show, which is on Apple. Okay. I've, seen a couple of, I've seen a couple of episodes of that. It's not bad, actually. But check this out. He was... He was in the original Watchmen and he played oh. Dr. Yeah, he played Dr. Manhattan. Oh, yes, him. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and oh, in that cool. movie, okay. he's all naked, like, you know, all the time and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's quite interesting, actually. And the big, the, 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 the cock up was they announced, they, they messed up someone's name. You know, like the whole thing, what happened oh, in they? Moonlight? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do, oh, do you remember wow. Moonlight, where Moonlight yeah. at the Oscars won, but they announced La La Land, the same thing happened yeah. at the Emmys, they announced someone else's name, and then the, they had to kind of like quickly interrupt the show and say, oh, we made a mistake, listen, yeah, and it was, yeah, it was kind of like one of those things, and I get it, because it's all online, you know, these technical mm. issues happen, mm -hmm. or whatever, so yeah, so if you can kind of like read about that, go check it out, but yeah, Emmy's interesting, and but you know what the next big, kind of big award is coming up? Isn't it going to be the Oscars then? No, no, hold on, well, is it Oscars? Yeah, Oscars Possibly. is going to be next year, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's it. Yeah. Is it the, the English one? The uh, the BAFTAs. BAFTAs, is that next, I think? I don't know. Possibly. Can't and I think up. there's going to be a bit of a shake up on that one as well. They're going to diversify mm. it and they're going to get more people of colour on that one. When's that one? Oh, Globes. Should be, mm. but that's before the Oscars. Okay, yeah. There you go. So there's a few. All there's right. a few. There's a few. Cool. All right. Okay. Let's move on to Gangs of yes. London. Now, listen, this show, people have been raving about it. I know you raved about it. I still haven't had a chance to watch it. It's got action. Mate, you're wasting your time. Stop I know, and man. watch the show. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. Tell us about this. This, is a, this, is a, this, this. this show is gangsters. It's about East End. Not even East End. They're, built, they're more upper class uh, gangs in London, or I should say organizations, criminal organizations that, you know, run drugs and all kinds of stuff. But they're the people that you've seen, maybe, maybe you've seen Top Boy. Yeah. So they're the people that are a few levels above Top Boy. They, they, these people are the movers and shakers. They're the ones that rub, rub shoulders with, you know, politicians, politicians and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's the big boys and big girls of that kind of criminal underworld. So, yeah, it's a really good cast. Uh, it's, uh, it's, based, it's filmed in London, based in London. You have... Uh, Lucian, Lucian uh, Masmati, who's in it, who was in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, you've got Michelle Fairley, who was also in Game of Thrones as well. She was uh, 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 the, the Star what's her name, the Stark wife, uh, Ned Stark's wife. I forgot her name now, Catelyn Stark. Uh, but yeah, really good cast, really, really good cast. Very, very gritty. It's uh, co-directed and co-produced by Gareth Evans, who brought us uh, The Raid. So a lot of the fight scenes are mad, 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 gritty, really gritty fight scenes. So really good show. But yeah, this has been uh, uh, greenlit for season two. They're in pre-production right now. So if you're an actor, you know, you want to get your agent on that one day and get yourself in, in the cast of that one. So yeah, I can't wait for this one. It should be out next year, hopefully. So looking forward to that one. Yeah. And that one, was that, that was that a Sky or was that a yeah, BBC a production? Sky. Uh, Sky, I think also maybe either, either Showtime or HBO uh, worldwide. So yeah, if you're listening worldwide, look, look, look on HBO or Showtime to get that one. Exactly. All right, let's move on now to, let's speak about Michael B. Jordan. Now this guy is a great actor. 
Uh, he's been in like, you know, obviously loads of great stuff, you know, famously in The Wire. He had like this part in there. And from that, his kind of his career just took off. And obviously the Fruitvale Station, which was based on a true movie, uh, a, tr a true story, sorry. And then after that, uh, Marvel, the you know MCU turn up in Black Panther. And obviously he's doing really great stuff with Creed. But check this out. He is looking likely to be the new Scarface. So there's a Scarface reboot in the works. And a lot of people are talking about this and uh, our our little birdies are telling us that Michael B. Jordan is being considered for the true, mm -hmm. uh, for, for the part. And we I think we spoke about this before, but yeah, man, I think it kind of, yeah, man, I think he'll be a really good Scarface. I mean, obviously they will, you know, the DNA of that movie goes back to a 1930s movie. So, you know, about you know, the, the American dream coming over the 1983 movie starring up, but you know, again, that was this whole thing about, yeah, you know, coming over to America, you know, living the dream, taking what you want and, you know, in the backdrop with, you know, the drugs and uh, all that stuff going on. So I think this has got the makings of a of a classic really. So he's a great actor, man. I think he's got great charisma, great presence on screen. Should be pretty good. This one. Yeah. It looks decent. Uh, I think you're right. Spot on. Let's see if this, if this, if this actually happens. So, yeah. I'll be very interested to see when this will come out. Mm -hmm. Exactly. All right. Now let's take things up a notch and let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's bring in the big G on this one. So this is Mel Gibson and I'm the big G I'm referring to is God over here. So listen, Mel Gibson made a, uh, I think he invested like his own money into the passion of the Christ. And uh, that movie was a worldwide, a global hit. I remember people back in England, like in America, South America, people just went in throes to watch that movie. And it was a huge hit for his icon productions but devaldo is something are we seeing like a, a sequel or a prequel or what 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 we're what we seeing yeah from what i understand mel gibson is set to make passion of the christ sequel so it's going to be the uh you know obviously well not well, everyone may know may not know but whether they've seen the film or not the whole story with uh like from the bible jesus you know it's being sacrificed and then uh, the reason why we have Easter is because of the resurrection. You know, he came back. And this film is supposed to depict the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, yeah, yeah I guess, I mean, that's, that's what's supposed to happen. And if it, if it is going to be as maybe graphic and as hard-hitting as Passion of the Christ was, then this is going to be another very controversial film. I mean, Passion of the Christ came out many years ago, and we live in a different landscape now politically you know, religion and, and how things, what you're allowed to say these days, what you're not allowed to say, people getting cancelled and all kinds of stuff, <laughs> you know? So, you know, I mean, we live in different times now. Are people ready for this? I do not know. Passion of the Christ came out in 2004. Uh, that was before YouTube came out. That was before Twitter. I mean, before Instagram. Now yeah. all these platforms are out. People are going to talk. People are going to talk. So let's see yeah. if this is made, how it's made, and if there's going to be a backlash or not. Exactly. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Um, so, yeah, we'll keep it posted on that one. Now, I want to talk about this. I mean, I, I could just chalk this one up to kind of like your rumor, but something about this actually kind of points to this being actually quite, you know, quite true. But apparently Paramount Pictures, the people behind Star Trek movies, you know, they own that massive movie franchise. The talk is that there's no longer going to be any more Star Trek movies. And apparently some people are saying that Paramount is no longer in the business of making Star Trek movies. They see it more as a television property 
and they just don't have the money to invest in making future Star Wars movies. So, you know, the Chris Pine movies, you know, J.J. Abrahams, he kickstarted that kind of franchise and then he went off over to, you know, to Disney with, to do the Star Wars and then there was talk of Quentin Tarantino. He had a script in place and then there was going to be a Star Trek 4, all this sort of stuff going on. Apparently, it's not going to be happening. There's not going to be any more movies and it's just going to be the TV stuff that we see, which I think season season three of Star Trek Beyond is... When's that coming, Deval? Do you know? Um, um, what, the... Uh is it is um discovery is, 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 sorry sorry discovery yeah star trek discovery yeah. that, that yeah, that's sure season that, three it's usually january it's usually january. january so maybe then yeah maybe then yeah but i mean what do you make of it i mean is it i mean were we uh, like, it wasn't a downward spiral the movies i'm not gonna lie i mean the, yeah. the tv series is quite good but uh i mean yeah do you know what you need Star Trek in your life. I mean, Trekkies are not going to be very, very happy about this news. I mean, mm. they want to live long and prosper. <laughs> and, you know, they, it sounds like they just, you know, this is coming to an end, you know, a yeah. sad death. So mm, not, happy, yeah. not a happy day for Trekkies. Debs, I got really excited because there's a director called Noah Hawley who was behind Legion. Mm. And he was reported to kind of like be involved in making a Star Trek movie. And he was going to be taking it to kind of like, you know, great places. So, yeah, it's a shame. You know, maybe, maybe like, you know, there's, a, there's going to be a new Star Trek TV show, which is called Star Trek... Uh, um, brave new world or brave new worlds uh so you know there's definitely that going to be coming and maybe that could kind of tie into a movie but who knows blake but yeah at the moment it's all going cold at the moment so yeah not living long and not prospering at the moment but another property which is not going to be going on beyond another season check this out supergirl which is on the cw which is this arrowverse connected show that is going to be ending with season six. So a lot of people are saying, oh, what the hell's going on? So we had Arrow, that was, that ended. We had Batgirl, uh, Ruby Rose, she kind of left and then they've recast for another Bat, uh, um, a Batwoman. Uh, Supergirl is now officially hanging up her cape. Her cape. And, uh, you know, the actress, uh, Melissa Benoist, I think that's what her name is. She's kind of been on on Twitter or Instagram and she's kind of gotten emotional and saying, look, you know, it was a great ride, an amazing character. She's, you know, impacted like loads of people around the world, but it's time just to say goodbye. So, yeah, so that's another one that's going to be biting the dust of Aldo. So I think on the whole Arrowverse, I think there's just the Flash, Batwoman, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, yeah and that's it really i think wow big change isn't it big, big change. changes Ooh. so yeah so just yeah. kind of uh yeah so that that's like you know if you're a big fan of supergirl i'm not a huge fan of supergirl if i'm being honest devaldo i mean i'm not sure are you i kind of grew to like it it started off a bit soppy and a bit yeah you know it seemed like it was just too too much focused on uh sort of girl power and all that kind of stuff yeah and uh it kind of but then it, it kind of got, I don't know, I think it got used to, or it, got, it grew into itself and it still had, uh, you know, the, the themes of equality and stuff like that, which is still good. But then actual, the, the, the production, the quality of, of the, the villains and uh, the set pieces and stuff improved. So it became holistically a better show. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's not the best of, I think The Flash is better. Uh, so I think season six, yeah, it's had good innings, you know, why not? Let, it, why let not? it go out on a, on a high, hopefully. 
Exactly. All right. Okay. Now this next piece of news, I, th- I just think find this really, really funny, especially this character. So, you know, folks, that Suicide Squad is going to be coming out, directed by James Gunn, and um, there's going to be a whole host of characters. One of the characters that is going to be appearing in the movie is called a, a guy called a DC character called Peacemaker. So check this out, right? The guy Peacemaker is going to be played by John Cena, and John Cena is actually going to get his own TV spin-off from the movie called Peacemaker. And James Gunn is behind it. And we know this because someone asked James Gunn a question on on Instagram. And um, he turned around and he said, listen, uh, he's going to be working on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3. Obviously, that's going to happen. And someone said to him, hey, listen, is that going to mess up your... um, you know, you working on the Peacemaker TV show. And he said, nope. He goes, we're going to wrap up the Peacemaker TV show before I start working on, he said, before he starts working on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. But this is the funny thing about it. This is the character, right? So check this out. Peacemaker is a man who believes in peace at any cost, no Mm. matter how many people he has to kill to get it. (laughs) Mm, That's it. By any means necessary, necessary to another level. This guy is mm. just, it, that takes it to another level. And just seeing a picture of like John Cena as, uh, as kind of like, you know, peacemaker, <laughs> it sounds, he's it's actually quite funny actually. But um, uh, yeah, you, man. You know so the reason why he, he does that? Because his, his uh, dad uh, used to be part of the Nazis. So oh. he feels like a, 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 like a tremendous guilt that his dad was part of the Nazi movement. Uh, movement, sorry, I should say the nazi uh disgusting <laughs> movement yeah. not good yeah and uh <laughs> and yeah so he's he that guilt spurs him on to to do what he does but you know a bit of a hardcore way of doing it so <laughs> should be interesting should be interesting should mm. be it should be really interesting so yeah so that's definitely going to be coming on on screens at some point over the next couple of years and uh it's going to come before he's going to wrap up james gunn is going to do that before he starts on uh going the galaxy part three but check this out he's also turned around and said it's most likely going to be the last installment he probably won't be working on anything mcu related for a really 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 long time mm. james gunn that is so yeah this is this is it probably for him in a while. So yeah, this is going to be mm. interesting. We'll see what happens. Talking about MCU now, Devaldo, we've got some shitty news that we want to pass on. Ugh. So what's going on? <laughs> yeah, just delays all over the shop, man. I mean, uh, first of all, Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, delayed. Officially uh, to, delayed that was, now. That was supposed to be out kind of like now-ish. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sort of, well, not now, but sort of the sort of towards the end of the year, maybe October, September, maybe November, but now it's going to be next year, isn't it? Yep. Next uh, year. Yeah, so they basically came online, uh, they, they, they announced online that they, it's been pushed back to 2021. Look at um, that. And that's official. Look at that. And um, the it's production has... Back. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's the thing is the production has started. I mean, and the, or, or sorry, I should say it's restarted. So, oh, okay, they are. What are they waiting for? I don't know. The good thing is though that, uh, Wonder Vision waiting to excel, man. <laughs> tell me, man. Wonder Vision is that coming out this year? Wonder Vision. They well, they have they haven't they haven't not said that that's cancelled. Oh, so gosh. I don't know what I don't know what's going on. I mean, there is some good news. I mean, I know they are they are uh, looking to bring out a few different shows and stuff like that, which we'll talk about a bit later. But I mean, the movies have been pushed back. Now, uh, Black Widow has officially gone back to the sixth of May. I think it is uh, that's been pushed back. 
which means that uh, like, you know, Eternals, it's all going to have a knock on effect. They're all getting pushed back. So yeah, it's crazy. I don't know what they're doing, man, but yeah, it's all getting pushed back. It's all getting pushed back. But like I yeah. said, with, with the shit news, there's some good news. So there's a possibility of uh, <laughs> in Doctor Strange uh, 2, sorry, Doctor Strange 2, uh, Multiverse of Madness, there could, be a, there could be a multiversal Iron Man and a multiversal Captain America. And when I say Ooh. that, you know, in different multiverses, there are different characters, or the same characters, but slightly different. And there's rumor that they could be, and get this here, that Tom Cruise could play Iron Man in a different what? multiverse because initially, years ago, before they did Iron Man in 2008, there was talk of doing Iron Man, but but starring Tom Cruise. Is he? He was going to be Iron Man, yep. And also, we all know that in 2010, uh, John Krasinski, he actually uh, auditioned he for auditioned. Captain America. Yep. So they're saying that there could be, they could have a, ver- a version of Captain America that is played by John Krasinski. Oh my so gosh. That could appear in, in, in Doctor Strange too. So, I mean, it's funny if it, if it happens, that is really funny. And I could see it happening in a really, like maybe a quick scene where yeah. Doctor Strange is hopping between multiverses and just for a split second, a bit like how we saw Wolverine in X-Men First Class and they went to go yes. and see him and he just said, oh, F you. F you, exactly. It could be a really yeah. funny scene like that, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, oh why not? My- Gosh, you know what? It could happen. And you know what? What yeah. a coup what a coup it would be for uh, for Disney to bring in like yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise. He's yeah. he's one of the biggest movie stars in the world. So to have him in kind of like that in a yeah. split second type of a thing, exactly. uh, that that would be probably pretty see him amazing. running, probably be running, 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 and then just put, put then just, just like turn his suit on and start flying. <laughs> You know he's got to run in every movie. He loves he's to run. He's got to run in every movie. It's written in his contract, apparently. Um, yeah, man. So that's crazy. If that happens, we are there at the cinema. Yep. Pandemic or no pandemic, we are there. And um, here's another piece of big news that we want to kind of share. This is huge. And this just kind of came onto our radar just, you know, recently, very recently. But Samuel L. Jackson, a.k.a. Nick Fury, Devado, what's he up to? What's he? What are we going to see him in? Yeah, from what I understand, there's going to be a Nick Fury uh, show on Disney+. Plus. Mm. Uh, now, the, the way this show may come about, we're not totally sure yet, but we know that he's going to be involved. So Samuel L. Jackson himself will be involved in the show. And again, we're not sure if it's going to be fully about him or he may feature. Uh, he, did come, he did come in a couple of times on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but there is talk that this show could be Agents of S.W.O.R.D. Oh, it could be that, yeah, and it could be something that he features in and, you know, dips in and dips out, or it might be something that he is, he's in quite a lot, or it might be a totally different show. Maybe Nick Fury will have his own show, as well as we're getting an Agents of Sword uh, show, mm. because we've seen at the end of uh, Spider-Man, Far From Home, Far From Home, he was in the sort of galactic sort of, you know, setting with his, with on, some big, up. on some big spaceship, and people were saying that sword. We also see uh, people like Monica Rambo. We've seen other organizations or other groups that are, are normally, uh, or people, I should say, that are normally associated with, with S.W.O.R.D. that are popping up now in the, in the MCU. So they could be kind of, you know, shaping uh, a S.W.O.R.D. Uh, sort of future and just giving us a little bit of a hint as to this in the, in the next few, I guess, uh, months or years before yeah. this show actually lands. So, yeah, good news. They are expanding, even though they're delaying everything. They are expanding. 
Yeah. And I think just on that, the whole kind of TV universe, I think is going to play a big role in the whole kind of like wider MCU, like cinema universe yeah. and everything. So yeah. I think it's all going to kind of link in. There's going to be people popping in and out. Nick Fury, um, Samuel L. Jackson, he, um, he's been in 11 MCU movies, like mm. 11. 11, MC, 11 MCU movies. And so you add Nick Fury's TV show, that's WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, She-Hulk, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, and Ms. Marvel. Oh my gosh, man. Mm-hmm. Like, we are going to be... And in Sword, Sentient World, Observation, Response Department, or Division, they're getting galactic on our ass. They are indeed. All right. Okay. Finally, on our movie news, I just want to ask you folks at home this one question. Were you fans of Lost? And I'm going to ask you as well, Devado, were you a fan of Lost? Like in the title, I lost interest, actually. Uh, I watched it up until the black smoke and I stopped. You know what? There was the first, I think, the f- you're absolutely right. The first one, I think it was the first, like, like two possibly even maybe the third season was really good and then after that i think it kind of just petered out it just there was it lost it literally lost me and like you know i didn't know what the hell was going on there's too many kind of tra- story trajectories story arcs and i didn't know what was going on and then in the end i forgotten i don't know how they all resolved it but check this out apparently uh, the new president of ABC has revealed she's really, really, really interested in a reboot of Lost. Now, obviously, details are very, very scant on this. We don't know if kind of the original players will come back. Would they come back? You know, would we see Evangeline Lilly again? And would we see, uh, well, actually, she's the only other person that I know um, their names on this one. Listen, yeah, I mean, J.J. Abrahams created this one. You know, he was behind it, his bad robot production. She, I mean, I'm not sure. Are we ready for another Lost reboot? Another reboot like this? You know what? You just never know, you know, these days. You just never know. All right. Well, listen, we leave, we'll leave it up to our listeners. So, folks, if you are interested in this, let us know, you know, on the usual Instagram, on Twitter, on email, whatever. Send us a video message if you want. And you know what? We'll, we'll kind of watch that as well. So, listen, uh, let's move on to Box It Watchlist. And this next piece, Devalda, this sounds pretty, pretty decent. Power Book 2, Ghost, what is this? This is actually really, really good. Uh, so this is the, you know, Power, Power with, you know, with uh, James St. Patrick and all those people yeah. on Netflix. This is the sort of uh, spin-off to it. So oh, uh, it was announced a while ago that there's going to be a few spin-offs, and this is one of them. This stars the, the son, uh, Tariq uh, St. Patrick, uh, after he's... Uh, after what happened with his dad and his mom, being, his mom's been sent to prison. He's now uh, the the one out there on the streets. He's also in uni or college, and he has to hustle and uh, you know be the man of the family. And he's doing a lot of the things that his dad used to do when he was younger, and you know, but also going to college and getting involved with you know whether it's lawyers or whether it's gangsters. He's juggling the whole lot, so it's actually quite interesting. Good cast as well. You got Method Man in it. Mm. you got Mary J. Blige, she's in it. Uh, Method Man plays a lawyer. He actually plays a lawyer really, really well. He's uh, literally the opposite of whatever you've seen him in before. He's not yeah. a gangster at all. He's a high-powered lawyer. And for me, he's the best person in it so far because I did not expect him to be so uh, so good at being a, you know, a really good lawyer uh, from what I've seen him in before. So yeah, I really enjoy it. So if you can catch this one. This one's not on Netflix, actually, unfortunately. It's on Stars. Oh, uh, right. So okay. networks, so you've got to pay for this one. So uh, 
Yep. Find it where you can. Find it where you can. All right. Now let's check out some trailers. So we've got some great ones. And this one, oh my gosh, when this trailer dropped, I, you know, I've seen it a couple of times now and there's so many little bits and pieces in this. Um, this is WandaVision. So we've already spoken about the kind of the, the Disney Plus uh, shows that are going to be coming out. This one is looking like as if it is going to be released later on this year. I th- you know, we, we, hopefully it's going to be November time. They keep saying it's going to be autumn or the fall, possibly even December now. Some people are saying, but WandaVision, Devaldo, geez, what did you make of this? This was really good. Yeah, I like, I like this trailer. This trailer was quirky. It gave us a bit more information. Uh, it showed us that, you know, I think, uh, you know, Wanda Maximoff, uh, Scarlet Witch, she's going to be mad powerful. It, it's funny because every time we see her, she's more and more powerful. Because remember, yeah. she was only, according to the MCU, uh, like her powers were kind of, they were, they were, they were under, they were under, under these tests, didn't they? Her and yeah. her twin brother, they were tested and stuff. So, you know, so they were kind of nurtured from, from Hydra. Uh, so she's she's learning about her powers bit by bit, and it's been years now. So she's getting really powerful. We saw her in Endgame; she almost beat Thanos uh, on a one to one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in this you can see that she's able to manipulate reality, which is just like in the comics. Yeah. She has reality altering or probability powers, and yeah, visions there, and looks interesting. I mean, there's even a, a bit in the trailer where she someone's pouring a bit of wine, and uh, the wine bottle says. Uh, Casa de uh, Monk Monk uh, Monster or something, uh, oh, really? but basically Casa de Monster or some sort of word uh, that begins with M. And if you know in the comics, there's a big storyline called House of M. M. Casa de is uh, you oh, know, well, no, 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 Casa, so I'm, 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 I'm in Spanish. It's Maison. <laughs> it's, it's French, so it's Maison uh, du and an M. So it's oh. basically saying House of M on the wine bottle. And House of M is a big story in the comics where she goes crazy and she literally, you know, says she whispers no more mutants and the world, the whole world changes according to her reality. So I don't know if they're going to say to us that this is something that could happen. She could, she could literally have a pivotal influence on the MCU going forward. We'll have to wait and see. Exactly. And this, this is somehow connected to Doctor Strange part two as well, right? Or or, or is she going to be in Doctor Strange part two? Yes, I heard they're going to be, they're going to be, it's, it'd be a bit like uh, uh, Ragnarok, where it was about Thor, but Hulk was involved in it. So I think she right. might have a sort of Hulk kind of uh, participation uh, level in it. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. And in the trailer, you people will, so if you haven't seen it, you will go out and you will see this, but Vision has still got the Mind Stone. So is this, what, is, is this basically her imagine? Is is it her projecting like a vision, um, pardon the pun, but like, is it her projecting this <laughs> vision of what she wants, like a yeah. life to be like? Yeah, and I think so. I think the she's, mind she's stone that powerful. Intact? Yeah, she's that powerful. She's, she, her, 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 her will alone can affect reality. And if she, if she loses her emotional, uh, sort of, I guess, control, then it goes out of, you know, she, she is, she just goes, she freaks out. She goes a mega level and she literally changes reality and she can pull people from other realities into her reality. Like we see Monica Rambeau uh, yeah. getting pulled into her reality. I mean, this, this is, this is next level stuff, man. This is deep. This is deep. I can't wait for this one. Please do not <laughs> flip in. Listen, man, I don't want this one to be delayed. Let this one at least come out. Another, another Marvel show folks. Now remember, remember Disney, 
uh, or Marvel, they, they kind of make shows, but sometimes they don't head to the Disney Plus streaming service. Now, this one is going to Hulu, which Disney own as well. And this is called Hellstrom. And when you read about this character, oh my gosh, man, there's like the son of Satan. Like how much mm-hmm. more screwed up can you get with this one, Devada? But yeah, but tell us about Hellstrom, the trailer. Yeah, the trailer looks good as well. This is another Marvel production. Uh, this is going to be on Hulu. Uh, so you'll have to uh, get it on there. But uh, yeah, just like Amal says, this is uh, this is going to be a bit of a dark show, and it follows the son of of literally Marvel's version of 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 the devil, which I don't think is going to be Mephisto. I think it might be someone else in this. Shit. I think there's, there's 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 a few depictions or versions of of uh, sort of you know demonic level uh, characters in Marvel, uh, but this one's going to show him uh, going around uh, <laughs> doing as he does. Uh, and I think he's going to be a bit of a torn character. Uh, right. He'll have obviously a demonic past, but I don't think he himself is going to be fully of a de- of a uh, demonic nature. That right. just wouldn't suit the show. So he could be a bit of a uh, you know a bit of a I don't know a bit of a I want to say antagonist, but a bit of a protagonist at the same time as well. Yeah. Uh, and be you know a bit a bit torn. So he might mean well, but then he might cut you cut your head off as well if you get in his way. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, um. Yes, it'll be a complimented dynamic. And it, it basically, uh, they have to, his, his dad's going to be, you know, trying to take over the world as they do, these demon yep. characters do, but he's exactly. going to try and stop them uh, using his, uh, I think, Anna, Anna Hellstrom. I think he's got a sister, sister. as well in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, phew, mate, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting one. I, I don't know too much about Hellstrom as a person, as a character, yeah. but I do know, yeah, Hellstrom. And the whole Hellstrom family, they, they, they're dark and they've got some mad powers, dark yeah. powers, a bit like Ghost Rider type, Ghost Rider kind of level uh, sort of powers, you know? So yeah, interesting. Sounds interesting, looks interesting. And listen, when you see the, obviously like, you know, the whole the whole thing, you know, Hellstrom, son of Satan, you know, it makes you mm-hmm. wonder what the hell is this guy up to? So yeah, go check those out, um, folks, and um, let us know what you think. Now, this one, is really interesting and it, i think it's coming out a kind of really interesting time this is called the trial of the chicago seven based on a true story this is the trailer's already out and released by netflix and it's directed by a guy called aaron sorkin now aaron sorkin is a famous uh, writer he's a director he wrote the social network and he this guy he's won oscars he's he's kind of like really well lauded he's like he's super super well respected in the industry for writing characters which you can really kind of you know get behind and really really like and this one is based on an anti-war protest that took place in 1968 and at, at one point when these protests took place the national guard had to step in so you know like what wow. you're seeing kind of like a bit in america right now with kind of protests going on and you know there's obviously the black lives matter protests going on and there's kind of like protests about the way that freedom of rights are being taken away this shit has been going on in america for a really really long time and this movie is going to depict an event that happened in 1968 and the organizers of that event were put on trial and the movie is about Ooh. them being on trial and check this out the stars people are starring in this movie is Yaha Abdul-Mateen the second we've already spoken about him oh, Sasha yes. yep Sasha Baron Cohen Joseph Gordon-Levitt Michael Keaton Frank Langella Eddie Redmayne Mark Rylance Jeremy Strong Noah Robbins like seriously there's like a whole host of 
you know, great actors in there. And uh, this, when you go check out the trailer, it looks really interesting. And what I like the fact, what I like about it is the fact that it's coming at a time where similar stuff is going on right now, it, you know, in politics in America and, you know, in other parts of, of the world as well. So yeah, so go check that out. That out. It's called The Trial of the Chicago 7. Mm, interesting. Yeah, and Deval, you got another one for us, right? Oh, mate, the haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, oh my gosh, this one movie looks. This is the oh, this is the uh, same makers of the haunting of Hill of Hill House, uh, and this is, this is going to be the the sequel. But it's not really a sequel because it's it's. Uh, I don't, I don't, what do they call these things when it's uh, they they kind of use the Spin-off? same cast, but. No, so they use the same cast, but different characters. A bit like how uh, American American Horror Story does it. Uh, oh, right, yes. Yeah, so, they use the same, so it's a lot of the same actors are going to be in this, but they're going to be playing different characters. But this is after, basically, yeah, uh, the, 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 the synopsis is, after Anopia's tragic, tragic death, uh, Henry hires a young American nanny to take care of his orphaned niece and, nef- and nephew who reside at Bly Manor. <laughs> With, <laughs> with a chef and groundskeeper. They're not telling you too much. Basically, they're letting you know that something bad has happened in the house and the family are trying to pick up the pieces and live their life. But, I mean, when you live in a place called Blind Manor and it looks creepy like that, just get out, go to a hotel and just cut your losses, mate. I, I wouldn't stay in a place like that for no money. This is out on the 9th of October, 2020. So this is out literally in about a week's time or right. a few days' time. So... This is looking really good. It's got this, like I said, it's got a lot of the same actors from The Haunting of Hill House. Sure. Again, Mike Flanagan is the creator, the showrunner, director, yeah. writer. He's gangster when it comes to these horror stuff. So, ooh, yeah, it should be ooh. decent. Should this be is going to be great. Yeah, and the, the first one, the, the Haunting on Hill House, that was kind of really well received as well, right? Yeah, I like that one. That was good. That was good. That was good, yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of the better ones on um, uh, on Netflix, actually. So, yeah, so folks, go check out those trailers. Uh, let us know what you think. We're always open to kind of, you know, you talking to us and chatting to us and letting us, letting us know your thoughts. So please do get in touch with us. Right, okay, now let's speak about some anniversary corner movies from 10 years mm-hmm. ago. We've got one which is called The Ghost Writer. And yeah, this it one. Ghostly, as you can see. <laughs> exactly. Now, Ghost Writer, who does this um, re- remind me of this one, Devado? This one's actually directed by Roman Polanski okay. and uh, stars uh, none other than James Bond himself. Ah. Uh, what's his name? Pierce uh, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Ewan McGregor's in this one. So we've got Obi-Wan Kenobi in there. We've got the, the Punisher, John Burr. John <laughs> Is he in it as well? Oh my John gosh. Burns, so he's in this one as well. So you've got some big characters there. But this one, I watched this film a while ago. It's about a ghostwriter who's hired to complete uh, the memoirs of a British prime, of a former British prime minister. Okay. And then he, un- he uncovers secrets that put his life in jeopardy. That mm. always happens with these whodunits and... You know, there's mysteries and solving. Yeah. Uh, there's a bit of a, a theme going on in our anniversary corner. And you could win a prize, actually, if you tell us what that theme is. What is the theme uh, of our anniversary corner movies? Uh, let us know. In, in, uh, let us uh, know. Get us uh, in touch. Get in touch with us, actually, on Instagram, on Facebook or on Twitter. And then you could win that Rakuten movie code. There you go. There you so, go. Uh, it's, it's a decent film. Yeah, it's a nice little crime mystery film. And uh, yeah, Roman Polanski directed this one. So yeah, go check it out. 
check that out. And this next one, uh, this is interesting because um, well, firstly, it's called Where the Truth Lies. It's from 15 years ago. It's got a great cast in there. But um, Divado, we spoke about a movie last week, right? Uh, a movie yeah. that you spoke about uh, on our Hidden Gem section. And it was directed by a guy called Atom Egoyan. Mm-hmm. And that was, that? Uh, yeah, and that was uh, the one that Colin Firth was in, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Devil's Knot. The Devil's Knots. Yeah. The Devil's so, Knot. And it's the same guy who's directed yeah. and written this one as well. Atom, that, that name, man. Mm-hmm. You just can't, once you see that name, you just can't forget <laughs> it. So, Where the Truth Lies. So, tell us about this one. Yeah, this one again, a bit of a mystery drama, this one. Uh, so, a young journalist uh, known for her celebrity. Uh, is consumed with discovering the truth behind a long buried incident that affected the lives of uh, people in the, in the showbiz team that she works in. Uh, so yeah, so basically, uh, you know, in these sorts of films, everything's going good. Shit happens uh, in the past, literally in this one. Uh, people were killed, poisoned maybe, perhaps. This is Los Angeles, 1972. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it poisoned them. In those times, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, this one stars uh, Colin Firth is in this one. We've got a Kevin Bacon as well, bit of bacon oh, there. Bit of bacon. Uh, <laughs> we've got Alison Lohman uh, and yeah, a few other people that uh, are not household names, but they're all really good actors. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? It's based on a, uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure this is like a, like a novel or a book or something. It's based on mm. a, a, a uh, on a book called "Where the, You Know Where the Truth Lies" by Rupert Holmes. Oh, again, mm. another link to our movie that we're going to review. Maybe exactly. Ooh, lots of clues today. What's going on? This is a bit, of, bit of a <laughs> Cluedo-ish type show, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> um, all right, let's see if they can get it with this next one. So, twenty years ago, year two thousand, Millennium Bug, and all that. So, this was uh, the weight of water. Oh gosh, now tell us about this. The weight of water. Well, it's actually uh, the weight of water depending on the gravitational uh, pull of the, the earth and also the, the density of the water, whether it's a high salt density or low, low salt density, yeah. also is manipulated by the temperature of the water as well because the atoms will be either tighter or more far apart. So all these things could be a factor in the weight of water, but that is not what you're here for. <laughs> you are here for a Sounds movie. Like Doc Emmett Brown over here, man. Bloody hell. <laughs> You are here for a movie directed by Catherine Bigelow. Yes, Ah, yes. the Hurt Locker lady herself. She's a wicked director. Uh, This one stars Sean Penn and Michael Pencil. I'm joking. Uh, (laughs) And Catherine McCormick. And and our very own Elizabeth Hurley as well. Yes, our friend Elizabeth Hurley. Exactly. Who... uh, Divine Brown messed up yes. her relationship with Hugh oh, Grant. Man. That's so <laughs> also, also, Kieran uh, Hins, who's in uh, Game of Thrones. Yep. So, yeah, so this one here, uh, newspaper to- a newspaper photographer researches uh, a nine, sorry, not 19, an 1873 double homicide and finds her own life is in danger uh, mm-hmm. when she witnesses, uh, when she basically. Uh, that she's a witness of who survived the tragic ordeal. So, Damn. yeah, her life is in danger when she's actually uncovering the truth of a previous homicide, and she's getting too close to the truth. Sometimes when you get too close to the truth, hmm, you don't like what you find. And when people find out that you're, you're digging around an old, an old 
murder that they committed, they're thinking, hold on, who's this person trying to uncover my murder? Let me go murder them. So that's exactly. what's happening in this one. So a bit of a mystery in this one. So hmm, a lot of mystery mm. going on today. Sounds good, that one, actually. Uh, all right, so next one uh, from 25 years ago, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Now, oh, my gosh. So Jim Carrey doing this. Uh, I mean, <laughs> this guy, man, is this the one where um, he's, there's, a, there's kind of like a fake elephant and he comes out of the elephant's ass? Oh, my gosh. Please, no, that, there's, oh, I my can't gosh. Even, I, <laughs> This, I mean, you know what, Devado is the craziest remember, thing. You know, I think it is. Yeah, 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 it is the one. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, it is. It's the craziest it one, one ever. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. But yeah, Jim Carrey doing Jim Carrey, like, you know what, he's, he's you know, mm. playing a silly detective. He's <laughs> out in, where is that? And where is he? I don't even, can't remember where he is in this one. He, he goes, he's in, he's in Africa. I'm not sure which country in Africa, but he is on the continent of Africa. Yeah. Maybe, ooh, I want to say it might be Kenya. I'm not sure, you know. <laughs> so so sure. this one, so just kind of reading back on this one, uh, pet detective Ace Ventura comes out of retirement to investigate the, the disappearance of a rare white bat. And then obviously <laughs> he, get, he gets he gets involved, all hell breaks loose and messes things up. And it's got, oh, well, I, sh- I totally forgot that. So we've got Sophie uh, Okinedo in this. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Simon Callow, Tommy Davidson, like some of these guys. Yeah, man. Hmm. I'm not sure if this did. How well did this one do? Let me just double check. Uh, you know what? It done well because it was a sequel. The, the first pe- uh, Ace Ventura came out only a year before. During that time, Jim, not Jim, I was going to say, yeah, Jim Carrey was getting paid, man. He, this guy he was, was getting millions. In 94, he did Ace Ventura. He, he did The Mask and something. I think, I think Dumb and Dumber was Dumb and Dumber as well or something. Yes. Yeah, he was churning out movies, man. This guy was working. He was working. So yeah, well, check out this one, Ace Ventura. It, it was on made on a budget of thirty million, and it took like oh, like close to like you know nearly two hundred and twenty mil. So you yeah, know what? You it's go. done well. It's done well. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. And finally, from thirty years ago, nineteen ninety, this movie. Oh my gosh, Dick Tracy. Um, mm-hmm. This is the one with Al Pacino, and it's got uh, Warren yeah. Beatty in it, right? Yes, Warren Beatty is the star. He's Dick Tracy. Yeah. And you got Madonna playing Breathless Mahoney because mm-hmm, she leaves you breathless. I always remember Al Pacino's face in this when they put him in prosthetics in this. And, uh, is it? Oh yeah, gosh. and it kind of like, looks weird. I'm not sure if this did really well, but. I don't think it did as well as it should have done, you know? Yeah. No, I don't think mm. it did. Directed by Warren Beatty as well. This okay. is actually from a comic, you know, that Dick yeah, Tracy. It's from, from a comic. comic yeah. Yeah. Yeah, comic book. So he finds so basically uh he finds his life vastly complicated when Breathless Mahoney makes advances towards him while he's trying to <laughs> battle big boy Caprice's mob. So yeah, he's going around doing his detective work and this lady's, you know, advancing him, showing her, showing him a little of this, a little a little of that, and he can't really keep his eye on the game and, you know, cut crime. So it's his fault. He should just stay focused, you know. Well, with a name like Dick Tracy, you can imagine what he thinks with. <laughs> exactly, man. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if this was kind of, you know, if it lived up to all the hype and everything. I, I kind of remember, mm. you know, early 90s and stuff. This was, didn't do too well. But listen, you know what? Go check it out. Let us know what you think. And maybe it's a gem and we don't know about it. All right. Okay, Devaldo, yep. let's get into our film review. So can, kind of folks, we've, we've, we've dropped kind of like a few little hints here and there. Uh, you may have gathered what the theme is. 
And uh, when we speak about this next movie, you're definitely going to know what the theme is. But yeah, Devado, take us through our movie of the week. This film is a Nigerian film called <laughs> Enola Holmes. <laughs> it's Enola so funny because whenever, when I was watching this movie, right, I just had that ringing in my ear. Yeah. The way you were saying Enola, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is Crazy, hilarious. But you're gosh, yeah, go on. someone called Enola. They're probably going to call themselves Eni or Ola. <laughs> If you say, oh, what's your full name? They say, oh, Enola. You'd be like, oh, like <laughs> Enola Holmes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this one's about, uh, I know this one, Enola Holmes uh, is uh, the, the young sister of uh, Sherlock Holmes and also Mycroft Holmes as well. Yeah. Uh, her mother goes missing and she sets off uh, on a, a mission or adventure to find her mother. Uh, but while she's on that mission or adventure, she's also become a target of a sinister uh, family uh, who have uh, an ulterior motive uh, already, uh, but because uh, because Enola Holmes is getting close to someone in that family, yeah, uh, I forgot what the names are now. Tewksbury, I think they're called the, the Tewksbury family. Yeah, the Marquis uh, of Tewksbury or something. Yeah, yeah. all very posh, but uh, yes. but yeah. So she becomes a target, and she has to outwit them. And uh, she, yeah, I mean, she comes in contact with a really dark character who actually punches <laughs> he punches her around you know but <laughs> i'm skipping ahead but yeah so that's the main the main gist of it is that enola holmes who's played by millie bobby brown has to find her mum, and along that quest she comes along these other characters and you know shit gets shit gets tight but mm. uh, she's her, her in her intelligence her ingenuity her bravery and her wits and cunning uh, yeah. to overcome these challenges and uh, the whole thing about it is that in, back in those days, uh, you know, women were meant to be women and they're not yeah, meant to be anything else. So, exactly. So she has to fight the the, the system of what, of how they want women to be. And she wants to go out there and investigate crimes and, you know, do what her, brother, her brothers can do because she's yeah. actually just as good. Yeah, she's, she's a Holmes and obviously she wants to kind of live up to that kind of like name as well. So it's interesting. So obviously we haven't mentioned as well, uh, Henry Cavill yep. is, you know, the other kind of lead actor in here and he obviously plays Sherlock Holmes. And yeah, it's interesting the kind of the fact that they kind of, you know, brought him on board and uh, the other actor, the other brother, Mycroft, his his name is Sam, I think his name is Sam Kafka. Kathleen, I think his name is, and he's in a Kathleen, movie that yeah, 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 he's in a movie that you spoke about, uh, another hidden gem that you spoke about uh, a couple of weeks ago as well. He's he's kind of like a good actor. He was in Peaky Blinders. Mm, and he's so funny. Oh, yeah, he's in the Nightingale. I'll never recognise him. Oh, yes. in that film, he is sick. He he's is a nasty, nasty yeah. piece of work. But he's a exactly. good actor. Yeah, good actor. Yeah, he's he's really good. And it's so funny because when he when you see him in this one and that voice that he puts on he was in Peaky Blinders and he he plays a character in Peaky Blinders this Sam Kathleen mm. uh, and the voice that he uses in Peaky Blinders is exactly the same as what he uses in in Enola Holmes as well it. so it's just like mm. you know, I'm watching that kind of that same character again but yeah you know he's what it's, it, oh. he, he's also in he's also in uh, Catching Fire uh, The Hunger Games he's that's it. that is there. it he play, yeah, I think he plays a good guy in that one. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know, I found it interesting the fact that, you know, she breaks the fourth wall, kind of like yeah, you know, a, a yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, that was kind of like, you know, interesting. There's already talk of there being a sequel. They're going to be green light in a sequel because apparently Enola Holmes has done really well on Netflix. Loads of people are tuning in okay. to watch this and they want to see more. It's possible that, you know, this could get a trilogy. Who knows? But, 
Yeah, man. What did you make of it? I mean, uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was fun. It's kind of like, okay. It took me a while to get used to it and to get into it. I I kind of, it kind of, for the first half an hour, I kind of dragged myself through it because I knew I was going to review it. So I thought, you know what, let me just commit myself to this. But I must admit, I did, I was, you know, I was on my phone. I was shuffling, shuffling in my chair. I was getting (laughs) snacks to stay awake. I did struggle, but it had some nice little bits in it. I mean, she's really intelligent. She's really good at, uh, uh, you know, cracking these codes and, you know, these uh, puzzles and things like that. And like you say, the fourth wall, she does quite a lot, quite well. I wasn't expecting that at all. So I think that dynamic made it a bit better. Uh, and yeah, the fact that Sherlock Holmes, uh, Henry Cavill, isn't the main person in this film. He's kind of like a supporting character, which, you know, you know, I guess is good because the, 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 the emphasis is on Enola. And, uh, you know, she does really carry it right, quite, uh, quite well. Some people that you know really know her from Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown, that is, they'll be quite shocked that she's actually English. I'm sure. <laughs> exactly, I know, because because yeah, obviously in well. Stranger Things she does this like great American accent and everything. So um, she's gonna she's gonna be big. And you know what? She was in um, she was in one of the King Kong movies as well, like a couple of years ago as well, right? Yeah, she was in. Yeah, she was in uh, the Godzilla, another Godzilla one. You mean? Oh, so, sorry, Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, it was Godzilla. Godzilla she yeah. was in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, she's, she's, good. she's good. Yeah, she's good. I'm, I'm pretty sure she'll end up in kind of like a Marvel movie or a DC movie at some point. They'll give her a run. 100%, movie. mate. Yeah, 100%. Man. She's definitely going to be up there. So listen, yeah, folks, go check it out. Like uh, Enola Holmes, you know, there's obviously, there is that backstory about obviously Sherlock Holmes and, you know, it's got the DNA of, of a Sherlock Holmes movie, you know, the mystery, the kind of solving the issues, you know, solving the puzzles and, you know, doing the sort of stuff and, you know, doing it in a fun way for a younger audience would you say Devado, or is it kind of like you know just universal i think it's quite universal it is, it is i guess the lead is a, is a younger uh, person so yeah it will i guess really attract the younger audience but i think everyone can watch it it's quite a family movie there yeah. are a couple of hard-hitting moments in it where you think well oh, wow but <laughs> all in all yeah it's quite a ple- pleasant light-hearted movie nothing too too sinister or dark in this one I know. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I prefer him a bit dark, but you know what? If I'm being honest, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with, with what you just said. Yeah, it's kind of like a family movie. Yeah, go yeah. check it out. That's called Enola Holmes and it's already out on Netflix mm-hmm. now, Devado. Yep, that's it. That nice is it, one. man. Short and mm-hmm. sweet, this one for you folks. So listen. Um, Short and sweet. Yeah, so get in touch with us. A uh, couple of things. Make sure you uh, watch The Boys. Season oh my two. Gosh, that's really good right now. You know, I'm really enjoying it. <sighs> man, really I'm enjoying it. So enjoying that one, Devalda. And episode six, man. The kind of- <laughs> oh my gosh. All I can say is that dick. Oh my gosh. The whole episode was wicked. The past two episodes, well, I don't know, all episodes have been really good, but the past yeah. two episodes, I'm actually going to rewatch them again back to oh, back because man. they're really good. Really, if you find out a lot. Exactly. You find out a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. And which other show have you seen on TV where a guy gets strangled by a 30 foot dick? (laughs) Exactly. I don't see Reed Richards doing that. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) That is going to be showing. That's not happening on Disney Plus. I'll tell you that right now, folks. Um, But listen, Devado, listen, this has been a great, it's been amazing catching up with you. I hope you have a great weekend and yeah, I will uh, see you soon. Yep. Peace out, guys. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast.